0: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: Now, oh, now it's much it's way better now. Look. Oh, wow.
2: Stag of truth is amongst oh, us. Who's the, what's the stag of truth?
1: Have you never heard about the stag of truth?
2: Never heard of the stag of truth. Enlighten me. Oh. Oh, wise um, one.
1: Oh, wise stag. You have to address the stag, not me. Oh, hello, stag you of truth. Be, you can't be disrespectful about the stag of truth, because the stag yeah. of truth is, uh, is all about truth and
2: listening. Oh, stag of truth. Will I be successful in my n- new endeavors that I started today? um what did you start today oh i just started a, a sort of a work a fitness course thing <laughs> brilliant
1: never never want to unknowingly not have some sort of fucking target to be dealing with what are you doing now eating your own shit or
2: something for a, month? yeah it's like a, it's, if you eat your own shit and then uh you only drink your own wee wee and maybe someone else's wee wee um it's the keith walsh podcast it's essential like your breakfast
0: it will get you up and go and learn some things you didn't know yeah it's the keith walsh podcast it's the keith walsh podcast give you energy like
2: buck fast and if your head's in a pickle or you're looking for a giggle it's the keith walsh podcast yeah Welcome to the podcast everybody my name is Keith Walsh and this is Mike Maron all the way from Clare and this is it this is the podcast so Mike I started this morning so I've been having issues I'm trying to run I'm supposed to be running a marathon at the end of the year I'm having issues with my back so what I've done is I've signed up with this uh, young lady in Newbridge and she's a strength and conditioning coach and she works a lot with, uh, with footballers and uh she's very good at what she does. So she's going to build me back up, find out where my weaknesses are. And I'm going to do a month with her. Uh, and she's going to target the muscles that are letting me down and causing the back soreness when I run. So I started that morning, and, and Oh my God, man, when I say I was fucked afterwards, <laughs> she was like, at the end of it, it wasn't a huge like it's not it's not like strength and condition is weird because you'll go in and you'll do some it's mobility so a bit of stretching you know you could do a stretch for like 2 minutes so hmm. uh you know touch your toes but do that for 2 minutes and then hold a weight while you're doing it, or whatever but and then you'll do some you know weighted squats or you know you'll do some uh heavy weights works and then th- that's kind of like that's very pedestrian and you'll do like five reps and then you take a little break and then you do five more and you take a little break but then at the end what they do is they've hit you with a bit of cardio to get your heart blood pumping and your heart going and i only did six minutes of this little what I call little circuit which was like bike you know cycle to 10 calories five press-ups 10 ring- oh charlie jesus 10 ring rows 10 ring rolls and then 15 squats you know so you just do that and it's only six minutes do as many as you can i thought i was going to pass out at the end i thought i was going to vomit oh
1: yeah i you see i would steer away from any sort of uh, exercise
2: yeah, yeah but that's good for you They're like this like i know it sounds horrible but it's it's exactly what i needed uh it's just a little kickstarter i'll be fine now I'll find my rhythm now over the next few weeks, but just the first one back is always absolutely horrible, you know? And, and if, you, I don't know if you've ever heard of like professionals, I'm not a professional, but you know, when ga- guys go back training and the first night, there's a lot of vomiting and yes. uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We see, I, I don't actually think that this stuff is good for you.
1: I, I I'm, um, and I know Michael Mol- Molesley, Dr. Michael Molesley. Yeah. That came up with the five, two diet. Mm, yeah. And he's done a beat diabetes type two diet. Um, and it's all calorific and it's all carefully honed. He's also done an awful lot of research into keeping fit. Yeah. And his one is sort of, I think it's about is it eight minutes a week of really intense cardiovascular stuff mm. is, is it is better for you long-term than going to the gym and doing all this weight stuff or whatever. But, you know, I'm thinking to myself, you say you know this is good for you and whatever, and if it's not hurting you, it's kind of good for you, and or if it is hurting you, it's not good for you, and whatever that 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 <laughs> that correlation is, you know. And people, oh, yeah, I puked my ring up last night. Daryl, great, feel great after it, eleven pints, and then, um, and then you know these people are shagged for the rest of their life. Their knee is gone, and they're all of a sudden they're twenty-five stone, and uh, they're gone to God.
2: Uh, when they give up becoming professional, <laughs> you know? Well, and well, there's, but I, I don't think... there's loads of people that just go to the gym, don't get injured, and don't put on 25 stone. Like
1: there are, But why, why do we go to gyms? What the fuck's that all about? Because, We're not we, meant be, to because
2: we used to be out in fields lifting stones, building stone walls.
1: Yeah, but we also used to live till about 35. We used to slaughter a fucking, a, 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 a sort of a, a bison, gorge on it for a week, and then get up and do the same again. And then make sweet love around the fireplace after gorging and eating
2: on the bison. To the bison? That's... No, not Just to make, the bison. make love to whatever's left of the bison. Hey, bring me a bison. I'll eat half it and ride the rest home. <laughs> That's...
1: That's where the term "horn" came from.
2: (laughs) That bison is giving me the horn. I want to eat it and ride it. (laughs) It's looking at me from the fire pit. No, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Um, I I don't know. I I don't know the the secret of that being.
2: The thing about uh, there's there's yeah, you're. It's true what you're saying. And people go to the gym and they go mad and they get injured and all that stuff. So the reason I'm doing this is because I'm sick of being injured. I want to do it properly. She's mostly going to take me through a series of stretches and, and it'll be like the weights will be for a purpose. So that you need to strengthen up your right quad and your left buttock is a bit weak and you're, do you know what I mean? So it's all, it's very, and my ankles aren't great and my shoulders roll a bit forward. So anything I do, if I do any exercise or if I go to the gym or if I'm, I'm, I'm making it worse for myself. And I do, I want to, like, I saw, I saw this is I'm very vain. You might have guessed. I saw a picture of um, Lenny Kravitz the other day. Oh yeah, Lenny Kravitz is in his early sixties, late fifties. Man, he is ripped. Like, there's no need for him to be ripped. He doesn't have. He doesn't know any, anything to anybody. But I just thought that's what I want. That's I just want. I, not that I want to be ripped. I want to be fit and healthy, and I want to be doing weights. And weights are g- good for osteoporosis. And the very fact that we're living past thirty-five, we need to look at these things because our bodies weren't built to last that long. So we should be doing some you should be doing some sort of, you know, body weight, press up, uh, whatever you can, even just, you know, lifting tins of beans above your head, some sort of resistance work. And that helps with your with your with the glue that holds your muscles together with the with the density of your bones. Actually, you know, you should you should look up and I can't remember what his name is because that's the podcast we're on. You know, the Grateful Dead. Yeah, yeah. you know, the band the Grateful Dead. I think it's the bass player. So, what age would those guys be at this stage? Like they've their most, 70s, they've they will be got Gotta be in their seventies, yeah. So, the bass player is big into his fitness. He is, uh, he is seventy-something. I'm just going to actually Google "Grateful Dead fit guy" and see if it comes up. <coughs>
1: uh, but a lot of these bands are already fit. I mean the the. Oh, what are they called? The Red Hot Chili Peppers and the the other load that sound like them, and they're, they're all they all sing with their tops off.
2: Yeah, because they're all they're they're all clean, and they give up the drugs, and they got into fitness and yoga and meditation and all that kind of stuff. That's
1: because that they that's because they got shitloads of money and they got time to do it. You know.
2: I don't know. I don't know. The, uh, I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> uh, so Bob Weir is in the Grateful Dead. Now he's he looks like Santa Claus. Kind of, but yeah, he was, yeah, he's yeah. A, he's fucking ripped, Santa Claus. He is uh, still crushing his workouts, man, and uh, yeah, just like six pack, the whole deal, big guns, and playing in a rock and roll band. Yeah, but is he happy though? You know, seems pretty happy. Yeah, I bet he's not. I bet if you could put him <laughs> on the podcast, he'd be a miserable fuck. <laughs> no, like. I listen. I listened to him on. Uh, he was on a podcast with. Uh, um. I think it was Soda Jerkers. They do a songwriter podcast. One of these podcasts, and he was talking about his he brought he, he a new album that he that he wrote and brought out, and uh, he's still gone. And he sounded like the happiest dude. <laughs> <He did. clears throat> That's Because he probably took a day off. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, he's really happy to be doing podcasts because he's not working out. Because whenever he's not doing anything, he's working
2: out, and he really resents it. I'd say. Are you? I'd conf- say every bit of him hurts when he gets up in the morning. He's like fuck. Are you trying to convince yourself that people who work out are miserable?
1: Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no, you know, it, it's, a, it's, um, oh th- th- no, I see. I just, I'm not into it, you know. I'm not yeah, into yeah. the and I'm not into the whole thing. And I, I understand you're doing it for, um, to to do Brezzy's, um, marathon. <laughs> but but flat for Uh,
2: we're doing a flat marathon, but. <laughs> But I'm not even, I kind of forgot about Bresley's Marathon because I don't know. I've, I had to totally stop that because I hurt my back again and that keeps happening. So I'm just like any marathon at this stage. Uh, There's a marathon down in, uh, in, um, down in Cork, Clonakilty in November. So I might go for that one and if not i'll do a half marathon so i'll just any little goal but i just want to get back i want to be able to get up and i tell you what i'm doing i'm going to do this month of intensive work right because then the plan is to just tip away at it and i'd like to just be able to get up leave the house and go for a run without coming home and just going on me back or like having to give up halfway or you know not being able to move it's just not good mike you know (laughs) No. And do you run on the road or do you run on grass? No, I'd go to the car and run on the grass. So it's not like it's, it's the, the issue is my hips. So my hip alignment is a little bit out and I can, I can get, I can go into a physio and I can get all the work done to put it back in place or I can go to a chiropractor, but it's best if you tighten up the muscles around the problem area and they'll pull everything into place. Mm. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm in rehab. I hear you.
1: I mean, my back is shagged. My, um, my right um, butt is really sore, has been for the last four or five weeks. And um, it's, it's kind of not muscly. It's kind of like my hip has kind of popped out or something. Yeah. And it's really, really sore. So I've decided that um, <clears throat> cans of Heineken really help <laughs> <to do a, laughs> of an evening. And uh, yeah, they, they, they do the trick and then the odd
2: ibuprofen if you uh, and, uh, uh if you take a full can of heineken get a full can of heineken and place it under your buttock and then roll your buttock on the heineken that'll that'll get rid of the knots or yeah, even it might it just slip up sit in the- sit sit onto a tennis ball with the with the with the bad buttock and just work out the knots that way yeah that's really uncomfortable all those things are really uncomfortable i don't want to do that i yeah, just it's want un- to be it's uncomfortable because you've got tension in there it's- it should be okay to sit on a tennis ball. No, I'd, I'd never get
1: back <laughs> up. A fact. I, I wouldn't be able to get back up. I'd be sitting there and and in some sort of way, I know what would happen. I'd slip and the tennis ball would end up jammed up my rectum and the paramedics would come and they say, well, your man was just interfering with himself with a tennis ball. <laughs> and you're like, no, I was
2: trying to work out the knots in my buttocks. Yeah, because <laughs> Keith Walsh told me on a podcast... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Keith Walsh! Oh yeah! You do a podcast with Keith Walsh, okay? All right, definitely yeah. get this guy sectioned. I'll sign it off.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Keith, is that Keith Walsh we went to last week? He had a slitter up his hole. That fella.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he does the balls up your hole podcast. Oh yeah, I was listening to the one about the snooker ball up the hole. That was a funny one. Yeah, well, that, that was, was the funny. entry. Uh, <laughs> the. <way. laughs> The one with the ping pong balls—that was how many did he get up again? Ten. That was, that was some, some achievement, wasn't it? That, that lad—he's he's doing a—he's doing a workout and he's working up to a volleyball, <laughs> and it's all for charity, is it? Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, Keith Walsh is sticking a volleyball up his hole for charity. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> <his> good. <goodness. laughs>
1: And if to... we can talk him into it, we're going to get the lads from uh, Guinness Book of Records, and maybe we'll get it, get him to do uh, a basketball straight afterwards, because he'll be eased up
2: for it. <laughs> he will be ready for it. he will be lubricated. he will be he'd be, he'd be <laughs> uh, like uh, elastic. And then we're, uh, we're, he's going to. <laughs> and then on the Late Late Show, Paul O'Connell, the rugby player, is going to shove his head up his ha- arse. It's amazing, and they've raised four thousand euro. Great. Fair play to them. Uh, I need to play this to you again because uh, we, we recorded a bit and it got lost. So yeah. So this is um, a TikTok I made and it's had half a million uh, views at this stage. And uh, right. this is Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam singing. And I want to see if you can work out what he's singing, if that's okay with you, Mike. Okay. Let me just play this for you here now. So uh, famously Eddie, Eddie Vedder doesn't like to pronounce his words and uh, I tried to try to work out what he was what he was saying which is um, I, I, I tried to work out what he was saying what I came up with was on a wheelie on a wizard on a way yeah and he called Lana said Nana oh want to say then a cold loud again um, w- which I wrote. I still remember when Eddie Vedder said, "This still gets me every time uh, and, and it sounds like all I got picked up
1: with'm I'm, I'm on a wizard and I'm on a holiday and I'm on something else.
2: It's unintelligible. That's his style you've heard of you've heard a mumble rap, yeah? No, have you not? no? Well, mumble rap is basically uh, the type of rap that older people who like rap give out about because uh, because they say, "Well, I can't understand what he's saying. What's that noise?" But uh, a lot of the a lot of the grunge stuff was was mumbly as well, if, if you remember. But maybe you didn't quite listen to the, the the grunge stuff.
1: I did. I listened to um, I I you know um, uh, what are they called? Is <laughs> <It's> that <laughs> podcast?
2: <laughs> the, the um. Hi guys. Uh, na, 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 na,
1: entertainers
2: Nirvana or farvana
1: yeah yeah nirvana who whom I know of course yes um. your friends <clears throat> um now I heard an album done by another man he's <laughs> 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 embarrassing now um oh God an um, album done by another man yeah um I, I'm with you so far and he did them all in the, he did a load of songs like Jump for my love, jump in, my heart Stuff. Oh. um, And he wrote My Way. The fellow that did this album wrote My Way. Um, really, really, really famous. And I can't did he do an way. album
2: with uh, with, <laughs> with Lady Gaga recently? Paul Anker is oh, the Paul man. Anker. Okay. Paul Anker is a wanker. Is a wanker, That's what we used to sing when we saw him going down. And that's what they sing when he sings foot when he plays football. That's what they doing. <laughs> <Yeah. say. laughs> he was a brilliant so, footballer. Gave up just because of that. <laughs>
1: uh, and uh, he did um, smells like Teen Spirit, but with a, everything was done to like a Count Basie orchestra style type of thing with strings and
2: whatever. Yeah.
1: And then when you hear people singing the words of these songs, they're actually they
2: make a bit of sense. Yeah, you know? it's a it's a nice song. Uh, do you remember Mike Flowers pop doing? Um, yeah, w- Wonderwall.
1: You're my wonderwall.
2: Do, do 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 do. What's that Finn? What's that song Brilliant. Uh, I don't know which song we were singing. Paul, Paul, oh, Paul Anka. my son heard me singing Paul Anka as a, <laughs> uh, a, <laughs> a wanka. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. We have the whole family joining in the podcast today. It's great. great. Great parenting. So, um, can I tell you what he was singing in that clip? Yeah. Because they are ver- it's a really great song. If you get a chance, here's your homework for next week is to listen to a song called Yellow Lead Better by Pearl Jam. I think you'd really like it. And actually, you might hear it and go, Oh, yeah, I kind of know the song. So this what he was singing was on a weekend, I want to wish it all away. Yeah. And they called and I said that I'll go, and I said that i'll call out again and the reason i ought to leave her calm i know i said i don't know whether i'm the boxer or the bag oh that's a bit deep isn't it isn't it profound i don't know whether i'm the boxer or the bag yeah very deep so that is a uh, yellow lead better by pearl jam which everybody listening to this podcast now should go and listen after they've listened to the podcast if you wouldn't mind that'd be great thank you very much that's your homework um and then you could listen to um or you listen to your version of
1: it on tiktok which would add to your um number of people following you on
2: tiktok yeah go and listen to that and like it and then comment and then i'll get over half a million that'd be great thanks very much um mike i'm a bit i don't know what to do i need some advice oh go for it there are people in my estate uh, tree surgeons, I presume they call themselves. although Oh, OK. Although that might be... Uh, I might be being... Uh, maybe I'm being generous by saying tree, tree surgeons. They certainly have a trailer and they have some chainsaws and they're going at a tree in the estate. Um, and I'm not sure they're doing a very good job. But I, I can't just go up and go, why are you butchering this tree? Because they seem to be this old school... Uh, Ah, yeah, we just lop off a few branches at the top and uh, sure, it'll be grand. Whereas they're not, they don't seem to be carefully pruning it in a way that is either. So here's what I'll know about a tree, right? And I don't know a lot, Mike. But if a tree is dangerous and you take off the big branches at the top to secure, you might as well dig up the tree and just throw it away, right? Because it's all you're doing then is anything that grows back, it's not as well if there is a storm that will be dangerous and it will blow down those new branches like you're weakening the tree basically um yeah where tell me where is the? what's the position of the tree well it's it's beside my next door neighbor's house and all i can imagine is that somebody in that area is worried about the tree because it's getting big and they're worried about it falling or something and what type of a tree is it well i don't know mike it's like it's like a tree tree like a Housing estate tree. Uh, if I was to an elm, maybe. What's an elm look like? No, it wouldn't be an elm. Okay, uh, a pine tree. No. What types of trees do they put in housing estates?
1: Has it got leaves all year round?
2: No, it, no, 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 no. Just it's coming it's into a, bud now. It's a deciduous. Okay, so, so the is leaves it big are
1: enough to fall on the house and cause damage.
2: The leaves are green and yellow. You know that kind of tree. Yeah. Um, I don't, you see, I don't think so, because I would imagine it should be strong enough. You know, I, f- trees rarely fall on houses unless, you know, they're damaged by lightning or the wind. Like, we don't get wind strong enough to blow trees over, do we, in this country? Rarely. We like
1: We do, yeah. Not in Very Newbridge.
2: <laughs> no, we don't. Mike, this has not been helpful. Anyway, so basically they've just, um, the tree looks horrible because they've just gone up and chopped. They've gone halfway up the tree and chopped all the big br- the branches they're off at that point and that's it gone never asked me so that's called raising
1: the crown of the tree so right. you you lop off the lower branches and it raises it and makes it look like a sort of a, an oak tree so you've got a big sort of uh they probably want more light in their garden is what i'm thinking um and less leaves and by raising up and Lopping off the the lower branches, they let more light in at a lower level. So I don't know which way the house is facing or the garden is facing. They probably, because of coronavirus and everything, they probably got a new outdoor sort of furniture thing. And they thought, oh, fuck it. That's terrible there. We'll just get some lad in to chop a tree. But it's a very bad idea to start pruning a tree at this stage of the year. Okay. Because the sap is rising now and you could quite easily kill the tree. You imagine all that, all the nutrients and water are coming up and making their way through the branches of the tree to the leaves and whatever, and transpiration is taking place, and it's fixing the, the nitrogen and everything, and everything's happening. Photosynthesis is happening, and trees are going wild at the moment. They're dragging up an awful lot of moisture, and they're really trying to burst, and you've cut that arm off. Yeah, not um, me. No, but you can imagine there's an artery going through that arm. And that could just start leaking and you could just start losing quite a lot of nutrients. Mm. Trees will self-heal, of course, um, but you could—they could they could cause lasting damage. And if you do raise the crown of that tree and it does get really windy, well, the, the tree is not going to be stable because mm. it's like a big sort of sail up on top now, as opposed to something that breaks. They, they evolved to break the wind and sort of harness themselves into the ground but if you just put like a big, like a 10 foot stalk with a kite up on top, it's going to wobble around at the top a lot more and you're, you're likely to do
2: root damage in the wind.
1: So those people are fucking stupid.
2: <laughs> I don't know who's doing it. I'm not going to complain, but I'm just like, hang on. I, 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 I imagine one of those situations where a neighbor could go, yeah, that's not, that's not your, tree. what do what you, that could really, really upset somebody. I, I tend not yeah, to it get could, a,
1: because it. Because there could be a tree preservation order on it. You don't know. Um, there could there could be nesting birds in there, and um, at which point it's illegal to do it. it, depending on the species of bird. But if something up there, you just you don't know what's no. in it. Has anybody done a survey of what's in it? Don't no. So. <laughs> who owns the land that the tree is on? Who knows? You see, you get bog trotters with fucking chainsaws who think there are bora coming out, and they vroom, and they drive off. And, uh,
2: you know, two months later, somebody's burning the wood, getting a cheap deal, and uh, the tree falls down and ruins their house. Which I could imagine happens in some places. It's definitely not happening in my estate. These guys look like they know what they're doing, doing a great job, absolutely perfect, wonderful stuff. Just okay. I, would, I would commend those men and what they're doing. You're obviously talking about different types of people. Yes. Fly-by-nights. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I, I different. A Other people.
1: I once had a neighbour who decided to get his trees cut down in his front garden. And I said to him, listen, I, I can do that for you if you want. It's not not a big job. He said, no, 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 I've got some lads. Hit. They knocked on the door last week. Oh, no. Me. And they turned up with a high-ace van. And um, uh, this was in England. A high-top high-ace van. And they fell the tree. So that the tree sort of fell into the side sliding door of the van. Christ. And then they started chopping it in the van. There was a fellow in the van with a chainsaw and he's going, push in, push in. And...
2: <laughs> sounds like a brilliant, uh, sounds like they had the brilliant um, method. Yeah,
1: the fact that they had all their petrol and everything in there and there were sparks flying because he was hitting the metal <laughs> all over the place. And I just thought, here's Darwinism. Let's watch them blow up. It'll be great fun. <laughs> so I sat there for a couple of hours looking at the <laughs>
2: And they obviously got away with it.
1: Of course it did, yeah. There were, there were birds nesting all over the place in this tree. I mean, people don't give a shit about nature. This is the whole, you know, we all do Earth Day and switch our electricity off for an hour. Yeah. But if that tree is in the way of our nice new garden, mm. get some lad in. Unless it's uh, an emergency
2: prune at this time of year, you shouldn't be touching trees. Yeah, maybe it's an emergency prune. Maybe it has to be done. Maybe it's dangerous. These guys know what look so like. They know what they're some doing.
1: Winds, so they could, they might be... Uh, could
2: be that yeah so. probably is i'd say it probably is mike anyway it was funny because i saw it and i was, I was driving it he said like, hey but it was the first time i had that reaction of you know uh, neighbor you know neighbor angry neighbor sort of like what, what, mm-hmm. what's going on here just chopping that tree down without asking anybody what's so i'll just suppress that until i'm in my mid-60s mike i'm just not going to get involved yeah but that's the problem isn't it we don't get involved I've lost your, your mic, your sound. Oh, shit. Sorry. You're, guys, you're back. You're back. I, I, we, we are. This is the cursed episode. <laughs> the cursed episode. So uh, you were saying that's the problem.
1: Yeah. I mean, people not sort of taking these things head on. The fact that it's happening at the weekend means there's not going to be any council workers around and stuff like that. So people kind of go, Woo-hee! everybody lights fires at the weekend, knowing they're not going to get caught doing bad stuff everybody pollutes at the weekend and fly tips at the weekend um so we we used to get called in on all sorts of things neighborhood tussles about where they're knocking down that tree and they're doing this and they're doing that and the other and you know there are there is legislation in place that people can avail of and we should do it and we should enforce stuff we should enforce these laws we've written up gazillions of pieces of legislation about protecting the countryside and the countryside. Yes, it is. Even if it's on um, an urban, in an urban area in Kildare, it's still the countryside and that tree needs to be protected. So, you know, they should clear, you you wouldn't go digging in the ground 20 foot down on a housing estate because you might hit a gas line. Well, actually lots of people do that, but they generally round.
2: Go But I don't want to be, I, I like my neighbours. I don't want to be out there giving out and saying, hang on a second, what's going on here? Tell me everything. You know, I don't want to be that guy. I like them. They're nice people. And, yeah. and I, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't have any interest in spending my afternoon discussing whether some lad should be chopping a tree down or not, but maybe I should, maybe I should be a bit more, maybe I should care more, Mike. Well, you obviously do care about it. That's the
1: thing you've brought it up. So I think you do care about it. Um, I'm all I'm pointing at is that there is an avenue that you can go down if you wish. Um, and you know, it may lead to your neighbors getting a knock on the door from somebody from the council saying, listen, you knocked a tree down there, lads. Um, did you have a permit? Did did the lads who did it, were they properly insured, etc., etc., etc. And um, you know, and they'll think twice about environmental damage the next time. That's all
2: you can do. Yeah.
1: Enforce through sort of education.
2: Okay, thanks, Mike. Well, listen, I was, you know, I had it was on my mind. I wanted to talk about it. I think you've given some very good advice there. Um, I will, I will think about it. I will think on that, Mike. Do think, think about that. I think um, long and hard.
1: Speaking of which, yeah, um, apropos of nothing, uh, not thinking about anything. Um, I got, a, I got post yesterday. From, what? Yes, from an OG. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. In a uh, jiffy envelope, that you can hear nice all sorts of goodies. Uh, we had—I was showing you earlier on before we had to re-record this um,
2: podcast—the
1: mm. um, stag of truth. Yeah. Oh, that—that that is
2: a biro. A pen. Oh, okay. So you got sent a pen with a stag's a stag's head on up.
1: from all the way from Donegal. From Sinead, who follows the show. Hi, Sinead. Um, yeah, and I've called the stag now. The stag is the stag of truth. Love us. Ask the stag. So to
2: make... Stag, what should I do about the tree?
1: Shop your neighbors to the council.
2: <laughs> That's the voice of the stag. <laughs> he sounds like you, but like high pitched. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> That's very rude. Don't tell can, me to shut up. Don't tell me to shut up, stagger Truth.
1: You can shop them anonymously. You don't have to give your name. <laughs> but they'll know.
2: <laughs> they'll <laughs> know. Because
1: <laughs> you'll look guilty and
2: start sweating. <laughs> I won't be able to look them in the eye. Oh, every time I see them, I'm like, oh, yeah, you did a great job with that tree there. Brilliant. Excellent stuff. Wonderful. Yeah, love you guys. See you later. Um, yeah. So you got the stagger of Truth. That's a nice little gift. Did you get anything else? I, I, oh, i got loads of stuff. So, plastic bag.
1: And if you can see, look, that's got sunflowers in it. Yeah. But the lovely Sinead has actually drawn through the plastic. I don't think we see it. Yeah. She's
2: There's drawn a sunflower. sunflower
1: on the plastic. Yeah. On the, the plastic pen. with a pen, probably written with the stag of truth. Oh, my God. So these are sunflower seeds. There's, what, 10 in there?
2: Yeah.
1: Five of them are going to wing their way to your house. Okay. And we're going to do a little bit of a um a thing on Twitter so that you can grow something to replace the oxygen that
2: your neighbors have taken out of your life by ruining their tree. May not be my neighbors, maybe just the council. They might just be cutting down the tree. <laughs> uh, what else do you backtracking? You, do they listen? I I'm, I'm just say- I'm just saying that it's beside my neighbors' house it might have nothing to do with them.
1: Yeah, right. Anyhow, and there's two Mother Hubbard pumpkin seeds.
2: Oh, why are they called Mother Hubbard pumpkin seeds?
1: No, I'm just saying they're Mother Hubbard. They're not Mother Hubbard. They're um, i, I got a handwritten note with actually a picture. So I think she's, she might have been carding with Keith. I don't know, because she is very artistic. Oh, very good. That's a pumpkin Lovely there. there, yeah. She says, hi, my name is Big Max. That's the pumpkin. Um, this is how you take care of me. Germination six to ten days. Very nutritious soil. A compost heap is ideal. So a bit of poop, oh, a bit wow. of maybe. Yeah. And then harvest before the
2: first night's frost. Good luck. So we want to be planting that soon. Yes. Uh, and That's, le- that's le- why I've asked for your address, and I'm going to send it to you. Leave it through the summer, and then get it up before the end of September or something.
1: Yeah, probably October time, Okay. for the first frosts.
2: All right, so so, so uh-huh. the challenge the challenge is on.
1: Well, it has been set down. It, it it is there. We the gauntlet has been thrown, and uh, this will be a thing that happens. And then she also sent me up two nice um, tea herbal teas. Oh, beautiful! One of which I've already drank.
2: Oh, Yeah.
1: You just couldn't wait. Really nice.
2: You're not sending me any of the herbal tea, are you? No, no, keeping that for you. You want one of the?
1: I've got a herbal tea. I'll send one of the herbal teas to you. No, it's fine. Oh, oh, keep oh! He's, doing, he's in a huff now.
2: My, uh, my, no, my lovely wife sells tea. She has, um, she does a type of tea with nearly sisters, and so, 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 no, so I, I'm not in a huff. I'm just saying you should keep that tea because I have oh, tea what here. What
1: kind of tea does she do with nearly sisters?
2: Well, they do like, uh well, they do like proper loose Irish nice tea. I think it's. Uh, I should know the brand off the top of my head, off the top of my, but I I don't. I have to. I have to look for it. They don't seem to have any in stock in the office at the moment. But you can Google it. You can look it up. Just look up nearlysisters.com. dot Okay, I will do actually. Yeah, because I like tea. They do lovely tea. They have their own coffee as well. Oh yeah.
1: No 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 coffee. No 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 no
2: no. No coffee. No
1: no 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 as as one of the hairy bikers said once when he was talking about uh eating shellfish i love it say si, but it makes us really untidy oh really so, yeah and and I, I would be similar with coffee i mean I, I i haven't met a coffee i don't like the smell of it's beautiful the aroma of coffee is lovely but it's as bitter as shit and uh yeah, goes through me like a dose
2: of salts. Wow! And is that? Do you think that's the coffee or the caffeine? I don't know. I um,
1: I don't know. I think did we discuss coffee before?
2: I don't think so. I think we I, we might have spoken about your your relationship with soya milk and how that might have yes. affected your in the workings of your innards. Yeah. But I don't really think we've spoken about coffee before. Now, I wouldn't be great with coffee, but there's certain brands of coffee uh and like i used to drink get this coffee before work from this place and like i get into work and then it would just be like and then i then it you know the way people are it takes you a long time to put two and two together you're just like yeah, oh that's yeah. weird oh that's weird that that keeps happening oh that's weird that, and then you go oh it's directly related to the day that i get the coffee and then that happens but they say that there's there's just bad quality coffee and. Like there's certain high street brands of coffee that are just will just run through you and they're just not very good, but then there's other coffees that that sh- that wouldn't do that and they don't even have high levels of caffeine in them but they taste delicious and so I don't know it's it's like I don't know I, and then I don't drink yeah, I don't I don't and there's yeah. no go on go on go on I don't drink ca- caffeine anymore so taking. so I'm caffeine free I always thought it was the caffeine that relaxed to whatever and, and made you poop. were you gonna say sphincter? That's probably not what makes you poop a, a relaxed sphincter. I don't
1: know. Well well you you, you mouthed sphincter <laughs> and then stopped yourself. So um, but there are the interesting that there's two two or three I think there's two main types of coffee aren't there? There's one that grow on low ground and Mm -hmm. one that grows on high ground. And the high ground is the most expensive because it's not as fruitful. But some geezers recently in Kew Gardens, you know, all the Victorians went out and sort of got uh, bits and pieces from all over the place. They found some of the, I don't know anything about coffee, but it's Arabica, I think are the ones that grow on the high land, but this one was grown at low level. And they've actually gone back to the place, found some plants. And it's a really high grade coffee that can be grown at low, low levels. So it's it's actually marketable. It's better for you. It's a better type of coffee and it's better for the environment. So wow.
2: And that all came from a discovery in Kew Gardens.
1: Yeah. Wow. Some geezer going through some like Victorian drawer full of coffee beans and going, wow, that's interesting because this bean looks like that bean.
2: He's a coffee expert
1: who works in, yeah.
2: And one guy just said, all right, geezer, what you got? And yeah. he just had those coffee beans. That's yeah. really, That's that's fascinating, actually.
1: It is. Um, you know, I don't know where I heard that from. See, I pick up useless pieces of information
2: yeah. all the time. And, and the that, really,
1: that bugs the shit out of me because I'm useless at anything normal, like sport, who won this and who did, I don't know. Ann could ask me something about something I heard five minutes ago. And if I have no real interest in it, I don't know. And it could be really important.
0: <laughs>
2: well, it's not important if you have no interest in <laughs>
1: it. It could be like generally globally important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like men with, you know, somebody had a baby. I said to Ann somebody had a baby. Yeah. What is it? It's a fucking baby. I don't know. You know is it a girl or a boy? I didn't ask. What weight was it? What the fuck do I know? Yeah,
2: how's I don't know. They had a baby. That's all I'm saying. That's the only piece of information I have is they've had a baby. full I'm stuff not fucking, Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a walking encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> but why is it that when men meet up and they haven't seen each other in a while, they don't? We don't actually get any information from each other. We just like talk shit, and then when you get home, it's like, so how's, so how's John? Good. Yeah. How's the How's his wife? are they still married no idea could be who knows nobody nobody knows nobody knows anything well, i think uh, that's funny actually
1: because we met up in a little restaurant in Lahinch 23 years after
2: um we 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 last met each other
1: 23 years after
2: i fucked up your kitchen yeah
1: yes you fucking ruined my freezer um but that's i'm not bitter about that just 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 sits there like a weeping wound every time i see your face anyway I I don't think we discussed our families or anything like that. We we, we didn't really discuss any. As far as I, I don't know what we talked about. I think we talk, talked about radio programs and uh, various things that we were kind of
2: interested in. Well, um, you kind of caught me up on a lot of the happenings of the hotel because, I mean, we only worked together for a summer. And then there was lots of people that kind of worked there long term. And yes. you were kind of able to tell me, well, this is what this person's doing now, and this is what, they're... and then you were a lot of it was like, do you remember such and such? And I'd be like, not really. Well, he's dead. Um... <laughs> None of them are dead, I don't think. No, it... um,
1: no, 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 nobody's nobody's passed, I don't think.
2: You did you work with a guy? Yeah. Did you work with a guy called Victor? Victor, 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 Victor um i don't know no you're probably gone then there's a guy who used to walk he worked in the bar and he's just just shout mind the gap all the time he's just he'd walk around he'd, he'd be walking from the bar down to the foyer to get something behind the desk and he'd just be walking down mind the gap mind the gap was that kind of place <laughs> No, I don't remember Victor. And Victor was a Spanish, a smaller Spanish guy who I think it was when, when you were gone and I, I went back and we were working with, uh, with Brian and Victor was a Spanish guy who worked there. Uh, nice, nice lad, Victor. I don't have any funny stories about Victor, but I just wondered if you remembered him. And it's not, no. any, it's not, it's not in any way interesting for the people of, um... did I ever tell you the story of being propositioned in the hotel? Oh, I've got one as well. Go, on go on, go on, go on. So these, this, these two American ladies were checking in, and there was just the two of them. And they were, and I was kind of just standing in the foyer as you do. They came in; they were kind of full of the joys of spirit or joys of life, and maybe they might have had a drink. I don't. I'm not really sure, but um, they, uh, they so they were they were checking in i went over to the desk and that you know they didn't have a load of luggage so they kind of had two bad and i was sort of over leaning on the desk as you do someone was signing ch- checking them in i was chatting to them on how are you ladies how's things need some help with your luggage what's the pl-? you know just making chit chat making them feel yeah. it was quiet in the hotel so we were having a nice chat and a laugh and they were really like really interested in chatting and you know exactly. wide-eyed and you know sort of like oh yeah well, what's your name and Maybe you can help us with your ba- our bags and uh, all this kind of stuff. Um, just really, like, full of life, they were. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, we, they checked in, they, I showed them up to the room, brought their bags up and everything, and uh, when I brought the bags in, they were really, like, this, what, she was kind of gave me a tip, but she was, like, she was right up against me, you know, like, she kind of, she's, she, She like put the money in my hand and like pulled me in close. Like she was, she was thinking sort of a what age would she have been? Maybe late 30s, early 40s. Um, and one of the, like this one of them was really like a a lot more sort of flirtatious than the other one. And it was kind of uncomfortable. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And she was like, oh, yeah, can you come back later? Um, Or can you get, I don't know what it was she wanted me to get. She needed a box for something, right? So I was like, oh yeah, I'll get your box. I was like trying to get out of the room. It was like, there's the TV, there's the remote, there's the shower, that's how you turn it on, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. There's other people downstairs. So I made my excuses and left. And then uh, went back down, but I had to go back with a box. So by the time I got back to the box, she was fully dressed for bed. In this like kind of very low cut uh, sort of silk night dress and a kind of a uh, some sort of dressing gown but that was open you know it, but she was mm-hmm. just like it was <laughs> so ridiculous it was so ridiculous she was so um, it was so obvious it was funny do you know what I mean like there was nothing I mean I don't know what she thought I was going to do or there was, was someone she- else there was two of them in the room I didn't know what she thought was going to happen like what was the other lady going to do Where, so, um, so I brought the box in and she was like, she came over and she was like, so <laughs> trying to make chat, you know, I was like, you know, when you're in work, you're just like, it's a different mindset. You're just like, yeah, yeah. I'm just, a." Uh, and she was like, so tell me about yourself, sit down. I was like, um, no, I have to, I'm, it's very busy down there. What? And, uh, <laughs> so she said, so she asked for something else, like a bucket of ice. Oh fuck. So I had to go away and get the bucket of ice. But anyway, I gave Victor the bucket of ice to bring back up. And Victor was a short Spanish guy, kind of a bit tubby. So I said, Victor, you're breathing. <laughs> and when Victor, <laughs> Victor came down, I said, how, how are the ladies? And they were, yeah, fine, no problem. Yeah, I'll go, through, no problem. He no, had no, no stories to tell. But there was a very handsome um, South African. So anyway, they came down at one point and they started drinking in the bar. And then there was a very handsome, blonde South African guy working behind the bar. And, uh, <laughs> so i could see they kind of obviously they, they i wasn't what they wanted they they started you know they were sitting in the bar sort of on a, on a table and two seats and having a drink by the time they had the next drink they were sitting at the bar uh and as you know close. just as close to the and he was just, and all he was doing was like you know polishing his glasses and standing chatting to them there was no one else in the bar and they were just like but um so I did so that was it I went home forgot about it and then the next day I came in and and eventually your man came on the, the South African guy uh, and we were chatting away and I was like how were the ladies last night and he said, oh yeah yeah good he was just kind of he suddenly went all red I
0: said
2: what I said, <laughs> I, said, I said why are you all red and he said um so one of the ladies got was very interested in same one like one there was a dark haired one and there was a larger blonde haired lady so the dark hair and i said oh yeah cool and did that happen yeah. he said well she insisted on walking me home like you know the south african dudes they all lived about 12 of them in like a flat in earl's court or you know i yeah, think he was south, yeah south kensington in a in a in a, in a hostel probably <laughs> and um so she he was like i couldn't get rid of her like I, I was like i have to go and he was she was like i'll walk you home and he was like okay so she walked home and then this is terrible, but he couldn't. So he was like, "Okay, I live here now. I'm going to go." And the only way he could get rid of her was by allowing her to give him uh, to oh. service him at his at the door of his flat. O M G! Like he said, he said, like he was kind of laughing. He was good. He was like, like, it was weird. I kind of felt like I could have had to do something. So she gave <laughs> me a blowjob, and then she went. off <laughs> It was the weirdest. Oh, yeah, I forgot the bit about them checking out. Because oh. before he came back into work, they checked out, but they were really sheepish and really quiet. Like, they'd arrived in the night before, like, full of the joys and everything was great. Yeah. As they were checking out the next day, I was like, oh, see you, ladies. They are really quiet, really, like, ash- I don't know what, like, I thought, something weird to happen there. But they were were not chatty at all. And they were just like, quickly check out, get out. But it was the maddest I'm sure much worse, I'm sure people have had much worse experiences than that. But for me, I was like, this is So, And then the guy getting the blowjob just because he didn't know what else to do. (laughs) But that's such
1: an unusual story because it's usually males acting in this kind of predatory sexual way and pestering,
2: you know? You see, I often think that that's because, and, and I know it's like it's always back on the men, but I always think that sometimes with some women they feel like if they act like men, that's what men want. Do you know what I mean? Like it's some yeah, sort of yeah. subverted, weird. It's still the patriarchy, kinda. You know, it's that's all wrong, though. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. You, you, you don't. You don't want that, do you? Men. Men would shy away. But we. We. we, we people don't want men to behave like men. Why would? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that is not a like being predatory is not a good thing. Like we, we don't need that anymore. Like we, we're not, no, we're not roaming the, 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 we're not roaming the looking, roaming the desert, looking for a mate anymore. That's not, you know, we don't have to procreate the way we used to. It's, it's, it's not an important part that we need to move on from that. So yeah, the predatory thing is just weird. And it's weird to hear it from. from. Uh, it's an, it's an unusual story, I suppose. Yeah. In that way, but I'm sure it happens.
1: Well, it's funny I, I I um we had a hotel or I worked in a hotel and there were service departments next door and we used to deal with sort of every once in a while we'd have to go in give people a key and a bit of a show round and just sort of say listen ring us on this number. You're not part of the hotel but we you know we offer various services and if you need anything tickets or whatever takeaway food or any anything you need, just give us a show because we we're always trying to hustle a buck out of people you know mm-hmm. and this little old lady oh,
0: checked man. in one no. night.
1: And uh, she looked like something out of a 1950s film. You know, she looked like the Queen, um, dressed in black, um, with a load of sort of Louis Vuitton luggage. And um, she had this little square Louis Vuitton luggage. And it had the sort of the gold buckles and straps on it and whatever. And she said, do you offer uh, an unpacking service? And I said, actually, we don't as part of this hotel. But listen, I'm not too busy. So I can just hang up some of your stuff if you'd like and just you know you can get rid of your smalls because you were always aware that that was normally a two-person job because people put money in socks and stuff and you don't want to be going through people's smalls you know
2: but anyway yeah so it's like I, it's, it's like I'll do it with you we'll do it together yeah, and I'll help yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah and yeah, so I was just offering a bit and she said um when I'd finished sort of hanging some of her stuff up she turned around this this is my special box over here the Louis Vuitton one And uh, I thought, all right, is it a makeup case or anything? And me, you know, is that a makeup case? Because surely you don't need any of that sort of stuff. But she went, no, honey. And she opened it up. And there was a collection of dildos and butt plugs and stuff. And they were all sort of silver plated. And it was like, you can help me put some of these in if you like. And I literally fucking bolted. I was like, (laughs) I had to get past her to get to the door. And it was like, I was like, I was like Johnny Sexton. Passing the screen to the lads. I was like, get me
2: out of
1: here. I felt like Charlie running to the door. I literally (laughs) couldn't get out of the. I was like, oh my God. Got downstairs and uh, spoke to my boss the next day, Bob. I said, Bob, that woman up there, oh, she didn't try and shag it, did she? (laughs) "Could, Could you not have told me about that, Bob, before I went up there? So I could have been, you know, aware of that. That's all part of life, Michael. All part of life.
2: It's all but um you have to admire her a little bit for still, you know, still she's still game.
1: Absolutely.
2: I mean she was I mean,
1: she was well in her seventies, I'm gonna say. Well in her seventies. Um, in pretty good shape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were curious. <laughs> I'm sure she'd been working out and done some sort of a month long sort of
2: strengthening <laughs> think, before her trip. She was ripped. You wouldn't, maybe you might want to help me put some of these in. Wow, that's a good child blindness, oh, isn't it? Isn't it? But yeah, oh. but you
1: get that a lot though. You get people, I mean, there was one other gentleman, oh, there was one, um, really, really, really obscenely wealthy guy Yeah, who um, used to come to a hotel. I'm going to call him Mr. A. He was l- like hugely wealthy.
2: A for anal. No.
1: no. No, 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 no. Don't even say that. I'm just going to call him Mr. A because I know him as A. Anyway. So he came in and he used to hit on anything and everything. His wife was with him. Private jet. They come in um everything was private everything everything um they had a, a, a the 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 room they used to stay in was like palatial two or three bedrooms because they didn't sleep together anymore and all this sort of stuff and he tell you this on the way up her stuff's going in on one my stuff's going on another bring my collection of pornography in here would you guy i stored it here from before and, and this is the, the way he'd go on. And he was trying to hit on one of the women who worked in the health and beauty part, spa type of thing um, in the lobby one day. And he was saying, I don't, I, the wife is like literally just walked up to the bedroom and he's sitting in the lobby. And he's sitting down here with me. I want to tell you, we're getting divorced We've tried, we've, we've gone around the world twice this year. We've tried to sort of reconciliate and sort of put some life back in. We've done all sorts of sexual things in India, tantric, the whole fucking lot. We're just trying to get together. And I'm, I'm just not interested in her anymore. I'd rather fuck you. And this is in the lobby and he's saying it really loudly. And then he said, how the fuck do poor people get divorced? You know, I'm worried about how many million I got to give her, but you know, if you got fuck all, what... What do you go to court for? What's the fucking point of getting married, man, if they're going to take you to the fucking cleaners anyway? And he's like, so... Oh, he was just Mr. Inappropriate. Wow. But he came in um, about six or seven months later after this sort of, you know, we're getting divorced. We've been around. We've tried everything. We've tried every position in the... I've, I've tried to become attracted to her. And this fellow was as ugly as fuck. Yeah, the wife was of course. Really, really nice. Yeah. Really, lovely woman. Um and uh he came in and he said we we have fallen in love with each other again through through the art of tennis oh. <laughs>
2: found something
1: that they could do together and they could spend lots of money doing and going to all these tennis clubs around the world we've fallen in love with each other we're not sleeping with each other and we're sort of having romantic date nights and building up to things so we're, we're just you know we're keeping apart so uh, can you put her luggage in this space and my luggage in that space and I'll, I'll meet you upstairs. I walk into his room upstairs and he's lying on the bed, fully sprawled out, fully waiting for me. And he said, would you like to hop on this? And I go, and, uh, n- no, I'll just leave your bags. Could, could you put this bag over here for me and maybe plug in my phone? It's like, oh, fu- no. And At that point, it was like, I'm not, Mr. A, I'm not into this. This is not. And, and as I'm leaving, the, leaving his room, he's going, Beverly, if you're downstairs, don't tip this fucker. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. Anyway, yeah. Don't tip that guy because he wouldn't sit on my willy. Unbelievable. How rude. Unbelievable. But that's what people
1: are like. And it all comes out when they're in hotels.
2: That guy cl- was clearly insane.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. But he had enough money to be insane.
2: Yeah. See, that's the difference. If you have the money, you can just behave whatever way you want.
1: Yeah, to a degree. You know, there's people, you know, they're, oh, he's really eccentric. People are only eccentric when they got shed loads of money and they don't have to wor- worry about getting up for working them on Monday morning. Mm. They're allowed to be.
2: But then and also the- when they're, like, I think, I feel like with people who have lots of money, they realize that money is not, the thing, it's not bringing them any happiness. So they're just constantly like in a state of, you know, trying to find the thing that's going to make them happy because the money isn't working, you know, they're just throwing money yeah. at. So they just want Mike to sit on them. If, that's that's They think that that's where the happiness I lies. Know. Me? I mean, I'm not particularly
1: good looking anyway. Yeah, he Mike managed to get himself up. <laughs> I
2: don't know. Just thinking about Mike. I was I was worried when, when you said when he asked you to plug in his phone, I was wondering where does he want it plugged in?
1: This this he wanted me over to him close.
2: Oh yeah, no. but if the old lady wanted you to plug in her plugs and he wanted his oh. phone phone plugged in.
1: No need to bring it down to that level of smut.
2: Um Mike, I've gotta go. I've got a have got i gonna have a row with some free guys. And uh, Are you drawing a card as we speak? No, no, I'm just doodle. I I doodle a lot. So I'm just, i just have a piece I, I always have paper in front of me and i'm just i always doodle it's just a thing that I, it's just a thing that i doodle, and i make little notes and write words that mean nothing to anybody It's kind of weird isn't it like that's that, yeah. um it is so listen,
1: listen I, I, before we go
2: yeah go on How, yeah, was, how, how, how was week two good how yeah two yeah, yeah good good enjoying it uh, i have nothing negative to say um I enjoy the work so far. I, I'd imagine I'm only scratching the surface of, you know, the amount of work I'll have to do. I'd imagine it gets quite busy, and it seems like it it would be like rollercoaster and that, like it would get really busy and you have to get shit done, and there's deadlines, and then, you know, might like get an, an easing off, and then it gets really fucking busy. And, you know, they're they're involved in all sorts of things like night shoots, and, um, you know, obviously big, big meetings with big brands, and then big deadlines, and but they do a good job. They're they seem to have their they're shit together. They know what they're doing. There's good people there and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So, um, so far, so good, Mike. I have zero complaints. Uh, you, the, you look very relaxed. Yeah. I, it's weird because I'm, I think, did I kind of explain it before? I, It's working nine to five is, it's strange. It's like, it's nice. I like it. I like that. I was so busy doing so many things that I was working on. I was working Every day, Saturday, Sunday, in the evenings, I to do shit, I to chase things. That's all kind of gone now. I've sort of just gotten rid of a lot of the stuff. I will do the odd bit, maybe the odd carding class, you know, every, maybe one every six weeks or whatever, but uh, yeah, I've kind of gotten rid of all that as in, I just stopped doing the other stuff and it's kind of quiet. Now I just have my evenings to myself. Hence, hence I'm getting into this month long fitness thing. Yeah. You had to fill the gap with something fill the gap
1: Mine? Mine? <laughs> that's, what, that's what she said <laughs> the
2: silver butt plug please that's what the spanish fellow was actually trying to say <laughs> the mind the gap mind the gap big dog big
1: dog i think I'm, that I'm, I'm starting work next week oh yes jesus mike how are you that's okay. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I think I've got past the sort of anxiety now. And it's just the, um, it's like the stages of mourning, isn't it? Yeah. There's the the, the unbelievable bit. And then there's the, oh, 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 and then there's the, you know, acceptance stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there'll be the long sort of, sort of, you know, the the, the the excitement of getting up there and getting to work and then realizing that, Oh God, it's work. No. And then it, it's like, oh. And but it does give you structure. That's the other thing about working. And I think boys need a bit of
2: structure. We probably do. Um, and will you go back to cause it's a you have a bit of, of a commute, have you, Mike?
1: Uh it's about 30 minutes. Oh not okay. major. Oh,
2: no, not no. too bad. So will you be no. carpooling and all that kind of stuff again?
1: We we will carpool again when uh restrictions allow. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, because you can't really sit in a car with some fella.
2: Are you going back to full time? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Stri- straight back into all it, expecting visitors straight away, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I think the country opens up on the 17th, and then by, you know, when the colleges kick out and then the secondaries kick out, people are on holidays. So, yeah, we'll have, I'd say it'll be a bedlam of a season on the West Coast. Mm, as it was last year.
2: Yeah. It's, it's- fucking busy. Well, I can't wait to come over and visit you and and get the tour. Yeah, do come over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, we will definitely
1: do that. We should do the bring a microphone with you. If you've got a portable mic.
2: Yeah, and
1: we can do the the podcast
2: while walking around. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do something crazy. Um, I, I still have it in my head to get some sort of camper van and uh, head off at weekends. But um, Charlie, please don't start barking. I'm actually in the middle of a podcast. What do you mean you don't care? Well, I care about you, so you should care about my podcast. And I bought you a new collar. Oh.
1: Yeah, I've, I've managed to talk myself in
2: and out of a, a camper van. Have you? Why did yeah. you talk yourself out of it?
1: Um, because regardless of, you know, it's, it's 30 grand, really, that you're going to have sitting on your driveway mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And if you buy a right-hand drive one, you know, you want a left-hand drive on if you're going to go to Europe. You have this idea that oh, well, every weekend we'll go to Kerry and we'll do this, we'll do that. But then you won't, and then you'll just sit there. And I'd sit there and just begrudge it and think, you know what? I can get an awful lot of holidays for thirty thousand euros.
2: Okay. You see, I was thinking of buying something small because we just a little like a little van with a bed in the back, you know, kind of with the with a retractable roof on the top, you know, that kind of. I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd spend 30 grand on it.
1: You, you would. If you're buying a little VW Caravelle type of job, that would you, I? you would spend that much money. Okay. Um, and, and an entry level actual camper van with a shower and toilet and stuff, they hold their value immensely well. And anything less than, t- and than 30 grand is you're sort of wasting your time because okay. you'll drive to uh, the most beautiful scenic part of Ireland and then the fucking engine will fall out of it.
2: Yeah, I've, I've gone off that idea.
1: <laughs> good yeah. to talk
2: to you good to talk to you I've gone off that idea um, <laughs> man if you had if you I wonder if you, you if you had done what that old lady wanted you to do she might have been loaded like you could have had an ongoing yeah, an ongoing sort of a... yeah. yeah you could be living in a house full of silver butt plugs
1: yeah silver coated butt plugs in uh Near, near Madison Square Gardens.
2: That's a famous shop. It's a famous shop, isn't it? It's the silver, silver Coated Butt Plugs shop. They, you can get your Christmas butt plug Christmas decorations.
1: Yeah. Um, David Essex wrote a song about it. The Silver Dream Machine.
2: <laughs> I don't think I don't think I even know that song, but it's still funny. Mike, um Listen, I hope everything. So, when are you, how many weeks have you got? Are you counting down the days?
1: Yeah, literally, I've got this weekend, next weekend, and I'm back on the seventeenth. Oh November.
2: shit! So we won't be. We'll have to like actually time when we can record. We won't just be able to do it on a Saturday.
1: We'll a lot. We'll have to be a lot leaner and fitter.
2: This okay. is my
1: sort of uh, version of your doing your core strength. Me, I'm going to have to concentrate on an hour that I can give you every week. Okay. It's going to take a lot.
2: Okay. Well, listen, we. We can't work it out. We can't work it out. And, it, you know, if you're busy and you can't make it, you know, we can, we can figure something out. We'll, we'll, I'll talk to myself for an hour about trees. We'll do it.
1: Don't you worry.
2: The stag of truth <laughs> we shall prevail. <laughs> but I need to hear him say it in his voice.
1: We shall prevail. I am the stag of truth.
2: Thank you, Stag of Truth. And with that, thank you, everybody, for listening to this wonderfully amazing podcast. Um, I've enjoyed it. Mike, have you enjoyed yourselves?
1: I have. And uh, thanks to the ACAS Network.
2: Yes, of course. Those are the things I have to say now. Thanks to the ACAS Network. Don't forget to subscribe. Tell your friends. And um, there's other stuff I should be saying, but I I don't know. Oh, KeithWalchPod at gmail.com is the email address if you want to get in touch and ask Mike a, a question for the Stag of Truth yes we could be like the cheese of truth the stag of truth (laughs) goodbye everybody goodbye